And I'm Ralph. We're Ralph. Ralph Farispo of the Far From Vesuvius podcast. That's Ralph Pizarro of Calcio Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. Let's, just, um, let's go for it. We're going to rant. We're going to match report. We're going to talk about the games. We're going to talk about topics. You leave comments and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're going to call the Beast of the Match. The who is beasting it for the Napoli team. Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo. Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at RafaNapoli83, that's me. Um, CNC USA 26. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? Yeah. Left of? This is going to be a show for you guys, too. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something. I promise but... you we're not going to agree on everything all the time. We won't. We're we won't. each other every now and then. Come and rant. This is what it's for. We want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here. Well, that's going to do it, Ralph. You know, were we boring enough for you? I don't know. I think we were great. Uh, let's get to it. Maronro Garman, aiuti Gesù. And benvenuti, fellas and bellas, to another edition of Raf and Raf Rant. I'm Raf Rispo. And I am flying solo once again today, and it's uh, it's actually good to be back. I uh, we've been taking a little bit of a break, uh, well deserved. Uh, we've been running hard, Ralph and I. So uh, I just like to say thank you for everybody's support, uh, everybody who's listening on the Far From Vesuvius uh, network. Uh, on you know whether you're in your car or on your run or what have you if you're listening to the podcast i appreciate you if you guys are watching live i appreciate you guys watching live i see some of you guys already in here and have been in here and again i'm sorry for the late show it just it feels like uh, i'm getting a lot more reception from the late shows uh, and I have a lot going on too during the day. So, you know, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for sticking with us. Thanks for the kind words. Um, we've been really, really busy in our personal lives, but we're back. A uh, lot to catch up on. You know, Napoli have done quite a bit since we've last come on. They beat Bologna 3 0, they beat Salernitana 1 uh, 0. And then today, Legia Warsaw Napoli and Napoli defeat Legia Warsaw 4-1 to take tops of Group C, which is exactly where I want it to be. I know a lot of you have feelings about the Europa League. I just want to say really quickly, thank you for everybody who's been waiting. Again, Scoundrel, I see that you've been here for a few minutes. Francesco, you too. Uh, Salvatore Di Brita, Sal, my man. Chiki Chido with that panenka. Yes, yes, sir. Um, uh, Pasquale and uh, Dan and and Anthony coming in. You guys are all great. I really, really appreciate you guys. I'll get to your comments very, very soon, so stay with me. But, yeah, so Napoli today defeat Legia Warsaw. Um, that's basically why we're here. You know, like I said, we have a lot to catch up on. Bologna game, 3-0. Ken was there. That was a great experience for him. You guys all heard him on the couch. Guys, you guys uh, had, uh, you know, you know, uh, we had a big win there. Fabian goal with two two Insigne uh, penalty kicks. And then the, the Salernitana win away, which was difficult. No Aussie men injury. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and for the, the sake of having one, um, beast of the match against... Uh, against Bologna for me was Mario Rui 
And then for the match, um, for the Salernitana match, for me, beast of the match was uh, uh, Angisa, man. I think he just played so great. He, he's, he's, for me, just complete. Be- I mean, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. We changed it to Di Lorenzo, Ralph and I, because of the goal line clearance. That's right. It was Di Lorenzo. So Di Lorenzo, Mario Rui, we'll get to today's beast, but let's do it. Um, Napoli lined up today like this in a four, three, uh, four, two, three, one. And Spalletti didn't bring a lot of players to this game. He had five subs to use on field, plus the two keepers in Ospina and Idzasek. Uh, and here we are. The starting 11 was Meret in goal, Juan Jesus in the left, Kulibali and Ramani in the center, Di Lorenzo on the right, Deme and Angisa in the double pivot with Elmas on the left wing, Zielinski in the number 10, Lozano on the right, and Petania, Petania getting the start today on uh, the, the number nine, the striker position. Uh, uh, you know, something that I believe um, – you know, with Osimhen out with this little, you know, nagging little little leg injury. Um, I think with Mertens being back fit, Spalletti wanted to try his hand with Mertens over there against Salernitana. Didn't really work out that well. Mertens found himself to be a little more to the left and bringing crosses in at times. And, and you know, we were like, cross to who? You know, <laughs> our, our uh, talisman, our, you know, our big number nine is on the bench. So I think today what Spalletti wanted to do was was try his hand at, at Patania and listen, you know, we play the style that suits Aussie men now. And, and that's Patania's role too. So I think it was a smart move. Um, you know, we, we did that, uh, uh, substitutions today. Uh, you know, the five subs that he brought were, uh, were, uh, you know, uh, 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 Mertens, um, uh, it was Mertens, Politano, Zanoli, uh, Lobotka, and um, who else? I'm missing one other. Uh, it's right here too. I, you know, uh, you know, Unas, Adam Unas. How can I forget? Um, they all came in. They all had their their uh, their minutes. They had uh, you know minutes that they needed. I mean, Lobotka hasn't seen minutes in God knows how long, and Unas too. Coming back from injury, the two of them. So good for them uh, for getting in. Yeah. So, I mean, there's the starting lineup. Uh, let's talk about it, though. We had a, a rock, rocky start with uh, uh, Legia taking the lead on us. The goal by Emirelli, uh in the 10th minute. A um, little bit of sloppy defense, you know. And at that time, it was a little frustrating because we had mm-hmm. controlled the game for the first 10 minutes. And then I feel we controlled the game the whole rest of the way going uh you know it it was it was it was a little frustrating in the first half i mean you know i saw a lot of good play i saw a lot of crisp passes i saw a lot of like what am i trying to say cohesive cohesiveness yeah that's what i'm trying to say cohesiveness between the team uh you know and this is a legia warsaw side guys that peter what's up man I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get to your comments everybody in just a minute please keep keep them coming keep them coming but anyway um uh you know this is a Legia Warsaw side guys that's that's 16th of 18 teams in the extra classa in in Poland you know they're two two matches in hand but they're at 9 points on the season they only they, they've got 3 wins and 8 defeats they fired their manager on the 25th after a 4-1 loss in the league 
uh, this guy came in, won a cup match, but also lost his first league match too. So like, you know, this is a team that's, that's rocky, shaky. They had those wins against Spartak and Leicester. You know, I don't want to say lucky against Spartak, but Spartak beat them up that first match. I watched it. They scored late. Um, and then just, I don't know what's up with Leicester City. They, there's something's up with them. You know, like I, I'm not too sure what's up with them. But, but you know, everybody in that group except for us is really shaky in their league. And, you know, like you got that start and you just got the goal. And at that point, it was like, you know, damn, that's a six goal given up in Europe. And we've got half half the goals given up in the league in 11 matches. So like in, you know, triple the amount of matches, we've given up half the amount of goals in Serie A, which is crazy to me. But you know what? Listen, you know, in, in Europe, in Europe, the result is all that matters, to be honest with you. You know, there's a lot of factors in the league. You got goals against, you know, you got all, all this stuff, you know, you want to like, you know, try to try to keep, keep, a, you know, a, a tighter, you know, ship on uh during the league obviously but um but yeah i mean there you go uh uh we went down and it's funny because i got the, my guys in the chats you know i was I had to have been in the renaissance chat it was in another one too where everyone was like oh we should have had three by now and uh I, i'm telling you i promise you guys when i say this I felt it coming. I felt it. I said, guys, don't worry about it. It's all right. It's coming. It's coming. Some of you might be in here that might have seen that. I said that. It's coming. And boom, didn't it come? I mean, you know, th th that's it. You know, before we get to the second half, I'm going to get to you guys. Uh, uh, Sal goes late. It's still earlier in California. Sal, what are you doing in California? Aren't you a Jersey guy? Is that you? Or didn't you win the... The, the contest what, what are you doing in jersey uh dan i appreciate you fra i appreciate you too my man conquista la victoria anthony yes we did vincenzo we here let's go what's up my man vincenzo you guys are awesome i just want to acknowledge you guys really quick we'll talk about the second half hey we're pretty good carmelo says and yes we are we are pretty good hey listen today's performance is what i'm i was expecting at anopoli today and we'll get into it in a minute mario Rui is scoring a goal at some point soon he has been so close lately pasquale napolitano says yes you know he hasn't he has been close uh, didn't feature today because he was still suspended from that red, but we'll see him in the next match in the Europa League. We'll see him on Sunday against Verona. Big match. Uh, Fran Valenti, my man, dominated tonight, must be said. No Osiman, no Fabia, no Insigne, barely used Politano, Mertens, Unas. Just goes to show how much depth we have in attack. Going to get to that in a minute, my friend. Uh uh, where are we now? Sal, Sal again, Rui and Angisa are due. Angisa, let's talk about him for a second. Angisa, I mean, like just a, just a, an absolute uh, godsend for me. You know, he he worked so hard today. Demet too. I, I think Demet and Angisa really complimented each other today. A lot of people didn't really give Demet such a you know a good remark today, but. But I think he played all right. I think he went back and, and won balls that he lost. He did good. He he, he found some passes. Him and, him and Angisa, I think, really linked up well today. Uh, Peter, what's up? You just said, Raf, uh, uh, <laughs> if if Mario scores more than Napoli win a city, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, the left back is what we were all crying about, right? So if you get a goal or two, I mean, we've already got two assists out of him, so what the heck, you know? Uh, Fran goes to the right side of the first half was a standout. 
Lozano and DiLorenzo were menaces in my opinion. Both were beating defenders, but the final product was missing. Happy a goal came for Lozano. Deserved it. Yes, we're going to talk about the second half soon. But the first half, you're right, my man. He also goes on to say Zielinski and Lozano were two players that needed to step up their game and started against Salernitana. Both were even better tonight, so hopefully they keep it going. Zielinski, for me, is back. Um, let's hope he keeps it up. I know it's a little difficult in this system, but he's playing a lot better, so that's good. Dan goes, I saw it and felt the tutapost. Yes, uh, we are a second-half team, according to Vincenzo Bertillo. In MMA and boxing, many fighters do that. Feel opponent out and come out stronger. It's a pattern of ours. It's like rope-a-dope. It's like when Rod was at Rocky II. When he played, he played, uh, you know, he played rope a dope with Apollo Creed and came back and beat him and and, and got the ten count right. Um, uh, Sal, Sal says, okay, so Sal moved to Cali for my girlfriend and for a dream teaching position. She thinks I love Napoli more than her. It's close. I swear on my life, this is what we argue about in my house. It's like it's it's Napoli. Then maybe the kids, then, you know, barbering, Apple TV, television shows, pizza, <laughs> whatever the hot thing is at the moment. And then Allie, my fiance. But <laughs> it's not true. I love her very much. She's a great person. Uh, so Sal goes on again and asks, do we think Unas will get true rotational minutes or serve as more of a super sub around the 70th minute? I think if he gets legit minutes, he can be an X factor. Depends on where we are. Like, okay, so we'll talk about that too later because, um, uh, you know, we have a, a a very big point. I have a big point to make when when it comes to that pretty soon. Ken, Rafa, what's up, my man? What are you doing? Home already, huh, from work? Right. <laughs> or are you watching at work? My guy, my guy. Ken was at the game, uh, Roma, Napoli, and Napoli, Bologna, just like – amazing stories that he told me please go listen to culture guys with with him on it uh i'm about halfway done kenny i didn't get to finish the whole thing but you know i did speak to him on the phone over the weekend too and uh over the week and he filled me in on a lot of his trip is really cool um he's got a lot of plans too please hit him up on twitch too far from vesuvius twitch uh we're doing some twitch watch alongs which is a lot of fun i missed the last one but you know, work got in the way it happens. Uh, Angisa changed the season for Napoli. None of this happens without him, Peter Scala says. I think none of it happens without him, and none of it happens without, like, it doesn't happen without Spalletti. There's a lot of factors there, you know. It goes down to the coaching. It goes down to the, to the, to the uh, scouting, impeccable scouting. I was talking to somebody else about it today. Impeccable scouting, just amazing. Um, uh you, you really, you know, you, you make a move and, you you know, we, we wonder what it's about. Why? Why are we bringing this move in? And, and we'll talk about Juan Jesus, too. I mean, two games he's played in and two, you know, starting role and two games he's really impressed. And he's been he's been in, you know, on the left. You know, I think well, I think one of them was in the center, too. He might have started a City I game, too. I'm, I could be wrong. Somebody might want to check that up for me. But, yeah, I mean, Juan Jesus has done his thing. And we were all like wondering why we bring in Juan Jesus and what do we need him for? He's terrible, this and that. And and look at he's done really well. I, you know, big part of, of of this one play, where um he he brought it down, brought it down the left, 
crossed it in where Petania chested it down to Elmas with perfect placement. I mean, just amazing. Amazing. Uh, Dan's girlfriend knows not to what question your Napoli love. No, <laughs> question your love for him, brother. That's it. Ken is working. Shh, don't tell uh, Trader Joe's. By the way, Trader Joe's, the best food. I mean, everything we've bought from there is 10. A 10, Ken. We just had a new one built closer to our house. We had one a little further from us uh, near Albany. Now we have one in Clifton Park. Trader Joe's, if you guys have never gone to it, you know, I know it's a little hipster and I know it's a little, you know, whatever. It's actually not that expensive. It's freaking delicious. Everything from there is delicious. I got these, these, these gnocchi. I got this ravioli. I got this, you know, you know, just crazy other stuff. That's just so great. It's wonderful. Check it out. Anyway, that's that. Um, uh, Peter says, he says Anguisa specifically because he came in last minute. Um, Nick Gambone, who do you think Spalletti will start in defense against Verona? We'll get to that. Okay. So everybody in here has, you know, commented, I've shouted you out. Um, uh, uh, Ken says we are the best. And I'm sure if it, I'm sure he's, he's talking about Napoli, but he's also talking about Trader Joe's too. <laughs> there you go. Fran, Trader Joe chocolate chip cookies. My Lord, I'll have to try those next. I, I mean, I'm telling you. Oh, the pork, dude, the pork belly is clutch for sure. Very, very good. Very good. I mean, I'm telling you, my kids love the, what's that? The, uh, in, the incre incredible sauce. I'll have to ask Allie. I'll text her right now. It's called some, some incredible sauce. Um, yeah. Uh, Paulie is absolutely, uh, like he loves it. Oh, by the way, let me just mention Paulie, uh, broken, broken collarbone went to the surgeon today. Doesn't need surgery. Shout out to Paulie. Cause I know he'll be watching this at his mom's over the weekend. So shout out to you, Paulie and you Rocco. Love you guys very, very much. We watched the game together today. Me and Paulie went nuts, went nuts for the second half. So let's talk about it. Second half. We come in, we, uh, magnificent sauce. That's it. Ken, the magnificent sauce. Holy moly. Very, very good. <laughs> Sorry, this has become the Trader Joe's podcast. <laughs> Gorgonzola steel. Yeah, man, it's really not that freaking expensive, dude. Uh, Vincenzo, why don't you come down to come down to uh, you know New York and and uh, uh, come come check out our uh, our Trader Joe's. Come to the states for a little bit. Yeah, you already have the hipsters. You just need the Trader Joe's. <laughs> All right, All right, guys. Second half. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um. Uh, by the way, I'm going to throw this up here too. Um, just a little, just a little uh, surprise. Oh, did I not save the banner? Okay, I had a whole banner going for us, but I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll explain it anyway. So Napoli in the second half, they come out, um, and I feel like they come out on the same pace that they did. They, they really worked hard uh, for you know what they accomplished. They ended up drawing a foul in the box, which was a foul, um, and. Uh, you know, Zielinski came up, took the spot kick. He actually drew the foul, took the spot kick, got on the, the keeper's hands just a tad, but not enough to save it. 1-1 for Zielinski in the 51st minute. Then we get another one in the 75th minute. Uh, uh, this time, Dries Mertens does the nice little paninka like we were talking about earlier. Just a, a, a fabulous, fabulous kick. So at this point in the second half, uh, 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 Paramount's audio went went off for some reason. I don't know if it ever came back on. I switched back to TUDN uh, um, and um, uh, listened to it in Spanish. And the, the commentators thought that Mertens had to take it again because the referee, the way he was standing. But I guess, you know, it was 
you know, all legit good. Uh, we, we, we got the, the, the advantage there with Mertens and he celebrated by, uh, motioning that he and his wife, Katie are having a baby, which is, uh, amazing. Uh, very, very happy for them. Nobody deserves it better than Dries Mertens and his lady. They're just a lot of fun to follow. And, (laughs) uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm telling you if it's a boy, it's Cheeto. I know it. I know for a fact. Um, but just a few minutes later, uh, uh, Chucky Lozano with the most unselfish move I've ever seen by Petania. And I know he can do it because he's just a true striker. But what a pass that was to Lozano. Perfect timing. Perfect run. Amazing, amazing how they both were managed to stay on side with all those guys on them. Just, a, just an absolutely fantastic, fantastic play for the 3-1 that was an amazing goal. And then, guys, and then in the 90th minute, freaking Adam Unas, what a goal. That I mean, like, it's funny because I celebrated the goals, but I didn't really. If you guys know to follow Far From Vesuvius, I post the goals on on you know on the on the you know the Twitter account. And you can hear me in my house and what's going on. And so for the Mertens goal, I was talking to Ali. For the you know the Chucky goal, I was celebrating. But then for 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 the 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 Unas goal, like like I, I was celebrating, but I it wasn't like relieving. I knew it was coming. I knew we'd win about three three four one. I knew it. I, I you know that's why like for me it wasn't like surprising. So I felt it coming. But the Unas goal. I mean that got us that got us screaming loud, and it was great because Rocco wasn't home to watch at the you know with us live. He was at after schools doing something. You know, Paulie stayed home with me today, so when we came home, we watched had him watch the highlights, and he went nuts for that goal too. So for me, that was the goal of the weekend. I don't want to hear anything these guys at the Golasso show have to say. That was the goal of the of the week. Uh, in the Europa League for me, so four-one, not really much of a, you know, uh, uh, you know, they they did hit the post once, Legia. They had maybe one or two other chances that really didn't amount to a shot. Um, I didn't go over the stats. I'm not going to really do that right now. Whatever you guys can look up the stats, but I, I'm pretty sure it was like two shots on target for Legia. Actually, I do have it right here. So let me check really quick. Um, yeah, it it was. They had like six chances created. They had one big chance which they scored. I, I I think that's wrong because they did have another big chance where they hit the post and then and then sailed it over the bar. Uh, we also hit the post with um, Zielinski, uh, nailed the nailed the crossbar. Yeah, it was one shot on target for I guess a, a shot that hits the post is off target. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, Napoli looked really comfortable, cozy. And um, we had a beast of the match, so I'm going to hit that. Um, before I do, let me go back to the chat. And, and you know, again, Napoli win 4-1. At the, that was the game at 145. At 4 o'clock, Leicester City and um, Spartak Moscow played. I'm not sure why they had to play in a separate time. Uh, that's, you know, whatever. Usually the groups play at the same time unless there's, like, the case where we have to play on Wednesday next because of – you know, uh, um, um, having two matches in one city is not allowed by UEFA. But you know, this is uh, this is this is the deal. We we had to wait to see what they did, and we're gonna have to wait again next next round, match day five, to see what they do because we play first on a Wednesday. So uh, that's the Wednesday before 
Thanksgiving. Also, yo, Angisa the goat. Yes, Ken the goat, dude. The goat. I mean, I'm telling you what we needed in the midfield. I mean, like the the De Rossi to Spalletti's plans is is Angisa for me. I don't really care what anyone else says. He's the defensive winner. He's that he's that grinder. You know. Um, Peter says it's not a rant without a combo about anything other than Napoli. Forza Trader Joe's minus parking. You know what? Not a lot of parking in Clifton Park. I haven't been to the one near Albany. I think it's Latham. I haven't been to that one. But, yeah, the parking is always small. What's up with that? I remember Stone Cold Steve Austin complained about that once on one of his podcasts. Like, Trader Joe's, you got you got to fix the parking. I can't do his voice right now. Trader Joe's, you got to fix the parking, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> Uh, Sal, bro, I'm hating Paramount. Well, the Glossary Castro gives me a headache stretching games every 20 seconds and the constant audio issues. I don't hate the 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 Golasso show. I think it's great. Um, the the constant audio issues have been one of my pet peeves for this season. Um, um, and that's not just with the Europa League. And for some reason, it, something always happens with Napoli in the Europa League matches. I don't know what it is and why. I don't know. But um, I have a couple of technical issues with Paramount. Otherwise, I love Paramount, the content, the love they give to the sport. You know, some of it might be not to people's liking or taste, but I'm, I'm all for Paramount, man. Like, I am. Um, Unas's goal was so ridiculous. It really was. It was. I mean, and, and you knew he wanted to score one like that because, because you can see him try so hard every time he gets on there, even if it's just for five minutes. But which is good, guys. Which is good. So it goes back to that other question um, by, I believe it was, uh, forgive me, I forgot who asked it, but it goes back to the other question to, about Angi, uh, uh, Unas. If I think that he gets more time, I think that he gets more time if there's a situation where we need him to get more time. But otherwise, I mean, in seniors are captain, he's not going to come off and Lozano and Politano are our guys. So like, I mean, Unas as great as he was and as great as he scored, like his goal was today. Don't look for him to get that, that much. I mean, Coppa Italia, you know, um, maybe dying minutes of Serie A. Like, I, I mean, I, I still think that he has, a lot to offer in the little time he's on the uh, on the pitch, you know. Um, Dan says it's no Stu Leonard's dude. I, I listen, you know Dan. Dan knows I'm from Yonkers, and I've visited that Stu Leonard so many times in my life. It's it's an experience for sure. If you don't know what a Stu Leonard's is, you have to go to it because it's amazing. But I don't know, man. Trader Joe's. I mean, Stu Leonard's bread was awesome. Uh, there's a lot of Stu Leonard's stuff that I loved. But, I mean, there's a lot of stuff down there that I love that I don't get up here. For me, up here, it's Trader Joe's, man, hands down. Um, Mike Sommeling, thanks for coming in, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, and thank you for your comment. Playing with four or five middies is one thing. Playing with four or five middies and consistently carrying the play is another. Just brilliant the way these players are being used. Midfield is carrying the play for the first time in years. Deme, Elma, Zielinski, very enjoyable to watch. And someone, I think it was Michele from Napoli Tickets, guys. Uh, he's in our one of our uh, WhatsApp groups. And I thought I saw... I thought I saw today, Ken, you might be able to like confirm what exactly it was he said. But there was something about him... About, about Spalletti making us not run as much as Gattuso did, as Sadi did, 
you know, and this is why we're not getting so tired. This is why we're getting less injuries, maybe less. Now, I'm not saying we don't get any, but we're getting less, uh, less severe, possibly. Um, you know, when Saudi had us all over the place all the time. And by the time we were, we beat Juventus, we were burnt out. We blew our load on Juve, you know, and we were burnt out. And that's just the fact. Because Mertens holding his breath, you know, and, and, uh, you know, huffing and puffing, you know, and, and, and I believe the same to be with Gattuso too. Gattuso had us running a lot. And I, for some reason, Spalletti's widened us out a bit and we're not running as much. Um, we're not draining as much energy as we were before. That makes a really good point. And so, like I said, Ken, if you want to chime in and, and possibly um, correct something I might have missed in that uh, quote there, you can. But um, I'm going to move on. Um, Vinny says our backups and subs have been contributing incredibly. The worst one, ironically, is the flop of the match. <laughs> Met it. <laughs> I mean, uh, flop. Uh, he didn't have much to do. I'm going to give him pass on this one, man. Like he didn't have much to do. The goal. I don't think the goal was entirely his fault. Defense kind of fell apart on that one. Uh, and you know, another, another inch or two to the, to the left and Kulibali heads that ball out of the way, you know, another, another clearance. So, you know, don't, don't, I wouldn't give it met it too much crap about today, but um, uh, he's been out with a bit for a bit with injury too. I uh, think we're talking about Unas. Yes. Um, yes. Unas going to get more time. Only if someone gets injured, Elmas, Insignia, Chuck and Palumbo and, and, and Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> Chuck and Polly. <laughs> Ken, it's late. Chuck Palumbo, you know that reference. Uh, Unas is the perfect impact sub, and he can play anywhere across the attacking line. Vincenzo says that's true. Stu Leonard is amazing, Franz says. Ken comes back. Stu Leonard is great, but the one-way traffic is annoying. Yes, you have to walk walk one way and walk back around if you don't get something. Which You're right. It's true. Um, Sal, when Unas was with us last I found him to be a bit selfish. If he's shaking that, then it's over for our opponents. Unas is a joy to watch. I don't know if I want to call him selfish, selfish right now, but I think I know what you're talking about. Like I see, I see him wanting that glory. I think that he's now he scored that goal because, you know, now he's got the goal in the season. So, you know, he can kind of like, but, but at the same time, I feel like he contributes too. I think he's matured a bit, you know. Well, he's definitely earned himself back onto the squad. Obviously, he's done something to do that. So um, uh, Ken says Mikel is his best friend, by the way. Yes, I know, Ken. You love Mikel. He's great. That U.S. supporter right now. Uh, work smarter, not harder. And how dare someone How dare someone make money off Anopoly? Shame, shame, shame. Right, Ken? What a shame. <laughs> um. If you don't know that reference, you can hit me up. Yeah, Mario Re actually mentioned it in the press conference, meaning that he – okay, yes, so you're talking about him running and the team running a lot less. Uh, strength and energy is being saved and conserved for when we need it. I mean, we have Inter coming up. We have a big match against Verona. Big I – can't, I can't understate that. I can't undervalue that either. Big match. Big, big match against Verona. Huge. I'm legit scared of Giovanni Simeone. I'm sorry, I am. You guys might agree, disagree. I don't know what your stance is on that, but he scares me, and I wouldn't be surprised if we win it 3-2 uh, and get scored on this, this weekend. I think so. I think so. But you know what? 
Um, the goal was Romani's fault. Ken was Ken just said too. I don't seem too crazy now wanting us to keep Unas. Uh, Pete Lombardi says, yeah. I mean, I I was an advocate to keep him too. I said, screw it, keep him. You're not going to sell him for twenty something million. Keep him. Like these guys going on loan every year. What's the point? Keep them, you know. What's the point in bringing them back for five years in a row and then and then just loaning them back out? Keep them or sell them. What are you gonna do? Um, Sal, hundred hundred percent agrees uh, agrees that he, uh, he, I think the loans have helped him mature. I also want happy we kept him. Um, Simeone is a nightmare uh, right now, guys. We have a beast of the match. I'm gonna bring that in for just a minute. Tell me who you think your beast of today's match was. Remember, not the man of the match, the beast of the match. What do you guys think? Because I cannot wait to 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 reveal it. Um, just give me one second while I pull it up here. Again, you know, I'm not as savvy as Ralph Pizzato is. I have uh, <laughs> I have to figure this out. Um, yeah, but yeah, beast of the match, guys. I mean, uh, uh, who is it? You tell me. Uh, I have a lot of names that came into mind today. I really wanted to try to keep uh, it at someone who played the full 90, but um, I think I had to go with this guy in particular. So um, you guys just hang tight, and I will share it with you. Let me guess. You already saw it, didn't you? <laughs> oh, guys. I don't know what's going on here. All right. Hang on one second. Beast of the match coming right up. Yes. There he is. The beast of the match, Andrea Petania. For me, he got it. Shrek love. Yes, sir. Zielinski played well. I would give him man of the match. I'd go, I'd go either between Zielinski and Lozano for man of the match. But for me, the beast of the match today was Andrea Petania. And this is why. He comes in after Oshimhen goes down on injury. Spalletti doesn't play him, doesn't start him anyway against um, Salernitana. And somehow Petania comes in in the Europa League. And a lot of people, the way they think the, the Europa League is and the way they think that Spalletti's treating the Europa League by sitting Insigne out, Fabian out, you know, a couple of other guys out. Um, they're thinking, okay, we're, we're just going to rotate and roll with whatever happens in the Europa League. But Petania came in after, I guess one would, an outsider would look at it saying, maybe, maybe Spalletti doesn't trust Petania that much. Maybe that's why Mertens got the spot against Salernitana. Maybe that's why they'd rather go with a false nine than him. Maybe he's not in the plans. Well, guess what? He's in the plans, all right, because he came out here and he really took control of that position. I think he played an amazing, amazing game today. 
I think he took some erratic shots, fine, but you got to take shots. I think he brought the ball up. He played well. He held it well. He passed well. He got an assist. He, 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 I mean, again, that play that I was telling you about, that sequence in, in the, in the first half where it was Juan Jesus crossing it in and him chesting it down to Elmas's foot and giving Elmas the opportunity to, to score was just fantastic. I think Petania made a lot of smart choices. He came back to help on defense. And I think he really fought hard today. Yeah, he's slow. Yeah, he's a little bit out of shape. Not as out of shape as I am, but he's a little bit out of shape. But he is a freaking monster. And when he really puts his all into it, I think Andrea Petania could be a very important part of this club. He's an important part to this club to me. You know, I, I still feel like he deserves a lot more credit than he gets, even though he doesn't play as much as he, as you know, people think he should, or or you know, people think he needs to to get that credit. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like 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 with the Unas goal, he doesn't play a lot. He was injured, but you know, he was getting minutes before he was injured. But but he came in today and blasted a goal the way he did that 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 beautiful touch. You know, after he bobbled it. Um, but Petania for me is just like he comes in, does his job, and doesn't complain about it a lot. You know, he he knows what his role is on this team, and he loves it. I think he I think he goes from a starter on, and you know, uh, Spal. He played with Atalanta before they were good. You know, Spal. Um, where else? You know, uh, I'm missing. Um, you know, missing uh, uh, a destination. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. He he. He went from a regular starter on a crappy lower teams to a, an important bench guy with Napoli, and he's done it so well. And today I particularly loved how his his grit and his hustle. So please, um, you know, again, if you guys want, if you guys disagree with me, put it in here. I saw a couple of you guys said Zielinski, um, you know, and, and that's great. But I mean, everybody also said that this was a good shout too. Um, but yeah, I mean, let me know in the comments of what you thought about it. Um, please hit like, and subscribe and all that great stuff, you know, like the episode, like the rate it, give it a five-star rating, say something, please let us, let us know that you love us and let everyone else know what we're doing. There's so many people out there listening and watching that speak, you know, th that could be listening and watching that speak English that uh, love Napoli too. So Petania, good call. Good call. Scoundrel says good call. Doe says Petanion. Uh, uh, Vincenzo wants to shout Ken out. For me, Ramani doesn't pass to Meret because he's not confident with his feet, but I know what you mean. I just feel Meret is the root issue. Hope his confidence improves. That must have been from a uh, comment that was made earlier. I don't see it, so I'm sorry about not knowing where that comes from. But, um, yes, Kenny's right here. Petania needs to start if Osman can't. Um, if Petania... Uh, isn't out. Of, if Petania isn't out of shape either, in my opinion, he's just a big guy. But yeah, no, <laughs> we we make fun of him though, calling him the sloppy fat guy. But he's really not out of shape. He is a big guy. Uh, looks better in that jersey than I ever will. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> 
Vincenzo says, agreed. Ken, even Spalletti admitted we don't suit playing with Mertens as a false nine anymore. Petania has to be Aussie's backup, and Chido can play in the 10 or the wing. Notice how when Mertens came in to play the 10 or the wing when Almas came out that the game changed again. It was it was quite the opposite, wasn't it, guys? How crazy is that? Now I'm thinking about it. How opposite it was with the Salernitana game where Mertens came out and Elmas came in with Petania. It was Mertens and Zielinski that came out and Elmas and Petania came in and completely changed the game around in the benefit for us. We got our goal, right? Now you took out Mertens. Oh, did you take out Mertens in that? Or did you just move him back? I don't. I, I, I can't remember exactly what the substitution was, but you bring, you bring, um, you know, you you take Elmas out now, and the game changes, you know, and you moved uh, like you know Mertens back into the into that number, you know, into that role, you know, and and it's it's uh. It's just amazing how it happens, you know, like, like Mertens came in for Zielinski this time, you know, and, and, and you can see how, how crucial, you know, the, the change is, you know, 10 minutes on the pitch with Pitania and these guys are scoring, you know, goals number two, three, and four, you know, and, and it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, Mike comes in and says, good call. In this 4-2-3-1 formation, he's perfect as long as a midfield attack contributes, which they are. And uh, dynamic works. Ken is saying, "Yeah, Vincenzo, glad Spalletti saw it because it's evident we can't play with a false nine. I also have a <laughs> um, beast of the match award goes to Petania, sponsored by Trader Joe's Latte Miele Cookies. Scarlet, <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. I love it. I love it, guys. I absolutely love it. Um, so for me, uh, uh, Petania." You know he he he's got to play in that role. Um, you know I, I also think that it has a lot to do with Mertens. Um, Mertens is uh, fitness, his um, age, and his ankle maybe are changed him a bit. You know, and he can't be that dynamic striker, false nine guy anymore. Um, um, but you know, at the same time, he still has it where he's a little further away from goal and can contribute and make runs. I think I've, I saw a run that was made today too. Um, wonderful, wonderful run. Um, okay, guys, so we win today. Like I said, Leicester City draw 1-1 with Spartak. That means that Napoli are in first place in the standings for Group C with seven points. Legia Warsaw sits behind us with six. Um, Leicester City with five. Spartak with four. With two matches remaining, the next, the next match is Napoli traveling to Moscow and Leicester City at home to, Leg- uh, to Legia Warsaw. Now, if Napoli win the match... Against against Spartak, and and Leicester City draw with Legia Warsaw, Napoli will win the group with one match day left. Let me repeat that: Napoli win and a Leicester City Spartak draw. Uh, Leicester City Legia draw wins the group in match day five for Napoli. This is because 
Legia Warsaw would end up with seven points to our 10. Spartak would be out of contention for first anyway. And Leicester City can't catch us either. So nobody can catch us except for Legia on points, but we beat them in the tiebreak since we beat them in both matches. So a win and a draw in the other group match makes Napoli Leicester at the Maradona mean zero. That's where Unas can play all match. That's where Petania can start again. <laughs> you see? That's where we can have Zanoli start on the left. You know? That's where we can have Juan Jesus start in the center back. You know, Juan Jesus and Manolas if we want to. That's where we can have Marfalla. Marfella. No, he's not on the thing. Uh, I, I can never... Uh, uh, pronounce the dude's name, but that's where we can play quote unquote, the kids. That's where we can have the bench. So, you know, that's the only scenario that I believe that we can win the group on the next match day, but it's a possibility. So, uh, that's super important because we don't want to get caught playing that formerly known as the round of 32 match in February, but, now known as the alternate um, uh, knockout match, you know, the, the preliminary knockout match where second place has to play against the third place teams coming from the Champions League, right? Because like I said, now there's eight teams coming from the Champions League and there's eight teams that will finish in second in their group in the Europa League. Those 16 teams play against each other in that round while the group winners sit and don't play. And this is at the end. This is right after the guys come back from Africa. I mean, this is like we're talking February 13th, 14th. You know what I mean? So so that's crucial to me. Crucial because we'll have Juventus on the 6th. And then we have an easy schedule after that. We have Coppa Italia in there too. But again, not playing in those matches in February to me could be very big. Very, very big. Um, it's the same thing with Europa League third place teams and those Conference League second teams. They play each other too. So Conference League winners um, ha- get a bye as well. And as of now, Roma are in second place in their group because they drew with Bodo Glim today. So, you know, it's likely, likely that they don't win that group. Then you have Milan who are struggling but are trying, you know, in my opinion, they're trying to make it out of the Champions League group stage. They can't win it. The only thing they could do is barely make it out of the second round. But if they don't make it out of the second round, they could catch the third round of the Europa League. If they do, they have to play in February too. Same thing with Inter. Same, you know, you've already won their group. So, but in the Champions League, when you qualify for the Champions League round of 16, it's the same thing. Nothing changes. So let's hope that either Inter uh, you know, qualify out so they continue to play and Milan either qualify out into the Champions League or slip into third place because fourth place gets them out of Europe. They don't go to the Conference League if they if you're last in your group, you're out. So so um, Milan finishing in third would benefit us too. 
more matches for them, better for us. I feel like our depth can sustain more than one tournament, you know, and it sucks. I see it, Kenny. I know what you're saying. It sucks that Milan is bailing on UCL because a team with uh, Giroud and um, Ibrahimovic on their on their on their squad would rather tank the Champions League to win a Serie A. Not like Zlatan's never won a Champions League, right? I'm sure he wants to win a Champions League, and I know he's probably going to commit to playing next season too. But what does that mean? He, time is running out on Zlatan's career. I'm sure he wants to win the Champions League. You know what I'm saying? Like, like don't. And I don't want to hear Milan fans, and I tweeted this out, Milan fans coming at me saying, oh, Milan's deeper than Napoli. Milan has better quality on the bench than Napoli. Is that so? Because if that's the case and you're starting the bench against teams in the Champions League too, you know, if you're rotating in the Champions League, then how come you ain't won a match yet? I know. I get it. It's the group of death. These guys are new. Milan players, most of the Milan players haven't been to the big show yet. I get it. I understand that. Fine, but don't come at me saying that you're deeper than us where you can't even get out of your group. Maybe you're not even going to come out that you would rather get out of the Champions League altogether, Europe altogether to focus on the Scudetto, but you're a deeper team, right? Yeah, okay, so you're a deeper team. Same thing with Inter. A couple of injuries to Inter last season, and they wouldn't have won no Scudetto. That, that's what I'm talking about. Like That's what pisses me off about some of the Milan fans. I love Milan. There's so many Milan fans that I love. I love so many of them. I can list five off my head right now. David Fonte, Michael Lisi, uh, Matteo Bonetti. Um, uh, look at me not remembering <laughs> a couple of the guys' names. Oh, and Milan, uh, Milan, uh, uh, the club, club, inter- the, the internet, Milan, internet, Milan guys. What are their names? Up in up in Montreal. Vinny and Presidente. Yeah. A Milan Weekly Pod. Yeah. Love those guys. Love, love. I actually don't mind Milan, to be honest with you. But but you can't you can't sit there and tell me that you guys are deeper than up. Deep, yes. Deep, deep, yes. But today was for me was a statement that Napoli made. I feel Napoli made a statement today. The statement was, we're going to play the bench. We're not even going to bring Insigne Fabian. Um, um, uh, there was someone else they didn't bring, but it's escaping me. We're not even going to bring these guys. And we're gonna and we're gonna come out there and say, oh no, Europa League, we're we're going after the Europa League. And then come out and beat the tar out of Legia Warsaw. With a bench, you know? I mean, come on. Come on. That shows me that we're in it. We're in all of them. And, I, and I'd rather be in all of them. I'd rather be in every single competition and not win, but go as far as we possibly could and give it our best than tank one for another and not win either which is what happened in the 18 and it pisses me off every time I think about it every single time. I don't care about the Inter Juve thing. I don't care about the conspiracy against Koulibaly with the red card. I don't care about Fiorentina. I don't care about Saudi. I don't care. It just every single time I think about that, I think about, wow, Koulibaly's goal against Juve 
was the highlight of that season, and then it was over after that. It was over, over. Why? Because we didn't have what it took. We didn't have the bench. We didn't have the right guy in the sh- in, at the helm, and we took the wrong approach in, in, in wasting, wasting away other competitions. You're going to tell me we can win a Coppa Italia? We've won three under ADL. You know? Couldn't tell me we didn't couldn't go deep in that. Lost early out to that. You know, was an embarrassment in Europe. Come on. You have to, uh, for me, you have to go. You have to go all the way. And Ken, I know, dude. Uh, Frank and Richard. Ah, dude. Shit. Seven. You're right. Eight. Frank and Richard. Come on. How can I forget those guys? Oh, and then our guy at Cultural Guys, too. Uh, um, not uh, Adriano. Adriano's the Juventino, right? I forgot. But anyway, you guys, you guys, you know what I'm talking about. For me, I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know Kenny, Kenny, Kenny really thinks Milan are deeper than we are. I disagree. I do. I'm not saying they're not deep. I just disagree. But, um, but you know, I, I just I feel like we're 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 deep, and and he and I share the same thing about you know the other uh, yeah, Adriano, yeah. So Adri- oh, Nick is the UVA fan, that's right. So it's Adriano who's the Milan fan. I mean, I, so many of them I love, I love, and and honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna be frank with you guys. It was it was um, Antonio from IFTV that 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 triggered me, you know. And I know he talks out of his ass a lot, and I know that that's what he's there for. But for me, Antonio just is is. Tr- you know, listen, we're we're Napoli, we're Napoli content. We're gonna be pro Napoli all the time. He's just so like like I and mean, people tell me that I'm clouded and I'm like blinded by love for Napoli, but close people in my circle tell me that. But his is too much. When he said what he said about them being a complete team and we only depend on three players, nah. I don't want to hear it. That's not the truth. It's not the truth. You know, it's just, it's just the way it is. You know, uh, I had, did have some questions up here. I want to address because I want to hit you guys up and then I'll get out of here. We're approaching an hour pretty soon. Um, but uh, Anthony Scania, what's up, my man? I hope you're still with us here. Raf, running solo in the grind. Keep up the fine work, bro. I'm sorry that you had a question. Nah, man, I appreciate you guys, man. I really do. Um, you guys feed my soloness here. I don't feel like I'm alone when I'm with you guys in the chat. I really don't. It's awesome. I love it. Beast of the Match by Pasquale. Beast of the Match awarded to Petania. So, oh, you already read that. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by, I wanted to read it again. Again, once again, Patanya, your Trader Joe's beast of the match. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Here's the big question to the Drip King Which is superior, the Red League kit or the Red Europa League kit, bro? <laughs> Yo, they're both so great. And I don't know. We got Bizarro has the. Uh, City A kit. I want to get the red. Euro. As soon as that Europa League kit hits, I'm getting it. That red one. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I can't. I can't make it because you got the Lete and the MSC in white with the blue trim. It's just so beautiful. But then you have that red and gold. And I know everyone's gonna be uh, a bunch of people on here. Be like, oh, it reminds me too much of Roma. 
those are our commune colors. Those are the Provincia di Napoli. That's our colors. I can grab the flag. It's right there. You know, I, I we got I got the Comune flag. The red and red and yellow are our colors. Like like yes, we're blue because of the sky and the sea and you know Napoli is is azzurro. You know, and and that's beautiful. But but our co- I love the I love the 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 could be accidental but possible um nod to our comune colors we had that once when we had a red kit with macron it might have been one of the first macron kits uh i think quagliarello was on a team where we had like a little bit of, of of yellow going or gold going across the back of the jersey too uh, if i can remember um uh, but yeah that's that's so hard to i mean i'm always a fan I'm always a fan of the uh, European kits because there's not two sponsors on the jersey. There's one. You know, they did get to put the Amazon on the sleeve, which I'm um, wondering if that's a UEFA thing, if they're allowing, like, another sleeve. Also, if you notice, every team in Serie A now has a sleeve a sleeve uh, 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 sponsor. Like, if, if they didn't last year, they have it now. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, there you go. Luca's asking, is that round of 32 match with the CL team? One or two legs? It's two legs. So there's two legs in February, a week apart. And, or is it two weeks apart? Uh, confirmation on that later. But yeah, so there's two, two legs in February and then two legs. And usually that's how it is where ba- last season group winners and the, f- and the best four third place teams were were seated and on one side and then the uh, group runners up and the worst four third place teams from Champions League were unseated and then you'd have a seated team against an unseated team draw each other and everyone played a uh, round of 32 and then that was in February when all the first leg Champions League matches went went on and you know, because they split those w- within two weeks. They had, um, oh, it is two weeks. They had one week, they had half of the Champions League uh, first matches, and the other week they had the other half of the Champions League first leg matches. But in those two weeks, Europa League played first leg, second leg, round of 32. Then they went on for when Champions League were doing the second leg at a round of 16, Europa League would do one and two of the round of 16. So now, group winners don't play in that February two-legged tie. They get a bye into the round of 16. So that's why when you hear this season people saying, oh, you know, only the first-place teams get an automatic spot in the round of 16, that's why it is. It, it was never like that before. It's like that now. So there you go. Um Let's see what else we got. The winter up north. <sighs> it's awful. My toes are frozen as we speak. I don't have shoes on. Um, it will still be hard on the old guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> North Italy. I got you. Yep, yep, you're right. Kenny, Frank, and Richard. You're sure, yeah, yes, I remember we were talking about that. Uh, you think Milan is deeper. Um, uh, ID, did you notice... Thank you, ID, by the way. Did you guys notice how well our offside trap is functioning? That's why we are so strong defensively because we don't allow other teams to even reach our penalty box. Yeah, very good point. I mean, we have such a strong defense this season. Romani has been so great 
in place of Manolas. And I tell you what, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's Ramani back there, and I'm happy that we have Manolas as an option when he's healthy. You know, he works really hard for us, and 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 I, and you know, I know he's a little shaky too sometimes lately, especially. But but um, I wouldn't have. It any other way with those three center backs. I'm very comfortable with any any combination of those three center backs. Uh, you know, um, yeah. So um, there we go. What else? El kit less sponsors. Ken says. Um, Vinny says it's so hard. Vinny, it's so hard. When is it not hard, brother? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me when it's not hard. Do me a favor. <laughs> Vinny says he's leaning Europa now. Thank you, brother. I, I if I helped you make that decision, uh, you know. But listen, the Europa League kits are not available yet. Just the home kits are available. Europa League red is not available yet, man. So if you're itching for a red, go get that city out. It's so beautiful. I love how everything's in white, man. Like the 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 the, the Lete, the MSC, the, the Amazon, the name and numbers in the back are white with that red and that blue crest, bro. Oh, so great. Pasquale loves the late shows. Thanks for the stream. Bro, thank you guys for watching. Really, I appreciate it, Pasquale. And you said you got to run, and that was a couple minutes ago, or it might be now. Got to run. Love you, buddy. Um, um, BZ is in the house, working, working. Bro, work hard, man. Get it. Get that. Get that money, brother. I got you. No worries. I got you. I'm holding it down for a bit. Um, but yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you for um, uh, coming in with me so late. I was wondering if I should do it. It was 10 o'clock, running into 10.30, trying to set up. And uh, I'm, I, I'm really happy I did because I'm so happy that a lot of you turned out for it. Really appreciate you guys. Vinny comes in and says, I'm waiting still for my Halloween kit to arrive, so no rush. But Red Europe, it is. Me too, man. And and I, I'm, I'm upset that some of us in on this side of the earth got theirs, and we didn't get ours yet. Um, it would have been nice for Halloween. But... But my goal was for Christmas, as most of you here know. I want it by Christmas at least. I just, I, and I don't even care. Uh, you know, we call it the Halloween kit, but I don't care. I'd wear that thing all year long. I, I, it's so beautiful. It's amazing. Amazing how they did it. And I saw, I think it was Sereno who opened his and showed it off. And it was just so freaking awesome. Franz, Franz shouting out the biz. Um, uh, uh, Fran says that Vin, to Vinny that he thinks that your decision has been made. Yes, the the uh, red year. Okay, yeah, great. Um, and some more love from Ralph Pizzato. Guys, once again, thank you so much. We're about an hour now. Um, appreciate you all coming in once again. Please, please like, subscribe, follow Raf and Raf on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow our YouTube. Um, you know, everybody listening, thank you for listening on Far From Vesuvius. If you're not following Far From Vesuvius, go follow Far From Vesuvius because that's where we post these shows later on so you can listen if you can't watch. But, you know, share. Let, me, let, let people know about us because we love to have an audience, you know, a different type of audience, an audience that, uh, you know, can speak to each other and can 
you know, have a good, a good conversation. And you guys spark a lot of our, you know, our content really you do. And I appreciate that. And I want more of you guys in, I really do. Um, Thank you for, you know, letting me take some time into talking. Thank you for being patient with me for being away. I want to say thanks to Ralph Bizarro because he works so hard on this when he's not working at work, but things have come up. So he had to step away for a bit. We'll be back. He'll be back. I had to step away. So when I was stepping away from the rant, I was also stepping away from FFV for a bit. Ken and the the far from Vesuvians stepped in for me in that role too. They came out with a podcast. They all collabed all of them for a great episode. Uh, hopefully some more, a lot of, uh, of weight off my shoulders. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys all very much. Love to the biz. Love to, 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 to all you guys. Um, so Monday night is the next scheduled show for sure. We're going to go back to our regular Monday nights. Biz can give me a thumbs up if he's still watching to confirm that. We'll talk again this weekend. Um, I do have a frenemies that I have scheduled for tomorrow. We're going to see if that happens. Hopefully it does. I'll release that as a standalone pod. Uh, I'm going to try my best to have a post-match Verona episode because you know, last time we played Verona, shit got real. And it got emotional, <laughs> so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to come on, hopefully in a win this time, and change that attitude a little bit. Um, but but it's gonna be a big game, but also because of the Milan Derby. So expect another late post match on Sunday. So how about this? I will lock in a post match for Sunday, but it'll be late. It might be as late as it is now. It might be right after the Milan. Inter game. It just depends on my situation, but please understand that we will have a show. Um, and that's it for that until the international break is over where we come back and play against Inter. Huge, huge time for us guys. Cause the schedule doesn't get easier. It's going to get difficult. Um, uh, so yeah, there you go guys. Uh, Ken says he might be on Twitch for that. What's that? The Verona game. Hopefully you are buddy. It's a uh, 12 o'clock. Oh, the clocks go back this Sunday morning for us guys. We set the clocks back. So time gets normalized. I know everything this week was an hour late because Europe changed their clocks. So clocks this week on Sunday for everybody that wanted to know, needed to know, listen, the phone does it for us anyway now. So it really doesn't matter. You don't need a reminder. Just set the alarm and you're good. Um, late show rules. The Johnny Carson of Napoli uh, far from that. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of people used to say, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that a lot of people used to say, I look like Jay Leno as a child. <laughs> I don't know why I'll try to find a picture when I was a kid, but, um, Guys, I love you all very much. Forza Napoli sempre. We'll see you very, very soon. Ciao for now. Forza Napoli.